0: do you wake up to in the morning? For me, yesterday it was 6.30 and my wife was already on her twice-daily call to her mother. She lives in assisted living in Colorado and she's under hospice care. Her mother is about to die. Normally, for the past shutdown COVID year, The daily ritual has taken place twice, first at 8, then again in the afternoon at 2.30, sharing a verse and prayer in the morning, then reading a book, sometimes a children's novel, preceded by a trivia game to help keep her mind active. But yesterday, moving in and out of dementia, my wife caught her mother in a lucid moment. She wanted to repeat the verses from the day before as she prepares for going home. The Lord is near, the passage begins. Don't be anxious, The peace of God will guard your heart and mind in Jesus Christ. What a way to go. Welcome to Haven Today here on Wednesday, March 17. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's also my wedding anniversary. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series this week called Resurrection Power. Find your center. You ever hear that expression? It's crept its way into our modern life, but the idea comes out of Eastern mysticism. If you look to yourself, look for your goodness, find your sinner, you'll find balance in life. But when we look at Scripture, we find the exact opposite of this teaching. We find stability by looking outside of ourselves and to the one who holds all things together. Sometimes we get too used to thinking about Jesus that we forget he is the center of our reality. He is our creator, and he is also our savior. At the center of everything, one finds Jesus. In a few moments, we're going to turn to the book of Colossians again. We're going to see that Paul teaches us by inspiration of the Holy Spirit why Jesus is the only one who holds all things together. He reminds us that this can only be true because he is before all things because he is both fully God and fully man. This week we've been talking with my friend Andrew Peterson about the resurrection and how we should live in light of this truth. But far too often, we forget the full gospel story.
1: People think that Christianity is just about, oh well, we're sinners and Jesus died for us. That's true, we're sinners, Jesus died for us. He also conquered death, right? He also resurrected and is inviting us into this new creation and is and like, The idea that the new creation is not a disembodied existence in heaven floating around like Looney Tunes playing harps, you know, but that it's this grounded, earthy, resurrected flesh and bone bodies where there will be a feast and a wedding. I just feel like sometimes like kind of cultural Christianity has missed the real potency of the hope that we have in Christ. I heard somebody talking recently about like, okay, why are you a Christian? And the answer was because I believe the resurrection happened. Mm. Like that's it. It's not that Christianity is a, is a better way to live. I think it is, Mm. but that's not why you're a Christian. It's not just a philosophy Mm. by which you, you live. Like there is this, uh, this fact that happened in history that we can't wiggle around, which is that this person named Jesus was God and he loves us. Uh, Once I realized You know, that that, that was this central part of the gospel. It just has changed the way that I live my life.
0: Award-winning musician and author Andrew Peterson. And when you listen to his latest album called Resurrection Letters, Volume 1, I know you will be encouraged to worship the risen Lord, Jesus the Christ. As I've been saying this week, this is the album you need to have this Easter. I've been so blessed with the music, as well as so many in our team here at Haven Ministries. And I want you to be moved with even tears of joy to deep worship. You can call us after the program. Make your gift to the ministry. But be sure and ask for Andrew Peterson's Resurrection Letters 1. Let me say, this is a deluxe version of the album with five extra songs from his prologue that are not on the normal album. The number you can call after the program is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website and listen to samples from all the songs on the CD and then make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And now, let's open with a song by Andrew Peterson, Remember Me.
2: Lord your kingdom lord remember me when you come into your kingdom who can ascend the hill of the lord the one who utters no one true word whose hands are clean whose heart is pure who can ascend that hill There is none righteous, no, not one We are prodigal daughters and wayward sons We don't know the half of the hurt we've done The countless we have killed Our priests, are cheats, our prophets, are liars We know what the law requires But we pile our sins up higher and higher Who can ascend that hill? And I am a sheep who's gone astray I have turned aside in my own way Have mercy on me, son of David Into Your Kingdom, Lord, remember me when You come into Your Kingdom. Now hear the voice of the Word made man, the spotless sacrificial Lamb, a body You gave me. Here I am, I have come to do Your will, and no one takes my life. You see, I lay it down now willingly, and I will. clean on Tuesday you told him what will be on Wednesday you waited patiently on Thursday you said it is time I'll drink this cup because it is mine on Friday Lord you poured the wine like a thief on the cross as he hung there dying for crimes that were no use denying while the righteous judge hung right beside him how could I not recognize you How could I not recognize you? How could I not recognize my Lord? My Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. TO THE BONE You could hear creation groan But I write these words on an April day And the earth is drinking the early rain The hills remember green again And we've heard this story all our lives Still we feel the pain of the crucified And the end still comes as a surprise But before the breath there in the tomb. Before our joy sprang from the womb, you saw a day that's coming soon. When the sun will stand on the mount again, with an army of angels at his command. And the earth will split like a hole of a sea, wherever Jesus plants his feet. And up from the earth the dead will rise, like spring trees clothed in petals of white. Singing the song of the
0: communion a song of confession the cry of the thief on the cross lord remember me a wonderful story a song full of worship from andrew peterson's resurrection letters volume one this is haven today and i'm charles morris and the program is called resurrection power our entire life as christians is meant to be lived to the praise of the lord The Apostle Paul, writing from prison in the book of Ephesians, puts it exactly right. After reminding us of the spiritual blessings we have in Christ and the love that He has poured out on us, he says we've been adopted as children to the praise of His glorious grace. He goes on to say we have received the Spirit, the deposit of our inheritance, to the praise of His glory. We live our lives to the praise of our Lord, who rescued us and this praise flows out of the spiritual blessings we have received we're calling this series as i just said resurrection power this week because it is so important for christians to understand this we live life in light of the resurrection and the holy spirit who has been poured out into our hearts this is where the power to live life to the praise of his glorious grace comes from and jesus is at the center of it all. If you're a believer in Christ, you've been given so much. Here's a short list that I can think of quickly. You're adopted as a child. You're forgiven of your sins. The Holy Spirit makes you alive. You're renewed in your soul day by day. There's the love of the Father, an inheritance that transcends anything we might obtain in this world. These are our blessings. And they all come to us through what Christ has done, his life, his death, and his resurrection. If you're alive in him, then you have everything you need. If anyone understands this, it was Paul. He went from being an enemy of the Lord, fighting against him at every turn, to becoming a servant of the Lord. And he lost everything. By human standards, one might say, he was a rising star in Judaism, in Jerusalem. He had the respect and admiration of so many in his community in that day. But converting to worship and live for Jesus Christ meant he had to leave all that behind. After overseeing Stephen's martyrdom and seeking to kill any believer he could find, he had earned a reputation among Christians as a very violent man. When he converted, they were, of course, suspicious. And when they finally accepted him, he went out into the world and was imprisoned for preaching this good news. But it was in that jail cell that he wrote some of his finest letters, letters that are in our New Testament today. There would be the letter to the church at Ephesus. There was Philippians, as another. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I will say rejoice, he wrote in Philippians 4. That's what I mentioned earlier again, my wife read to her mother, reminding not just her dying mother, but all Christians of all time that with Christ, we have all we need. The resurrection power of the Spirit gives us abounding joy, even when it seems like we should have no joy. Christ is at the center. And that brings me to a text that I want to return to today colossians one, fifteen to 20 paul wrote it from that same jail cell full of joy in the lord it's a hymn a song written for jesus in fact we'll hear a modern version of it in just a few minutes by andrew peterson but listen to it with me again the Son is the image of the invisible god the firstborn over all creation for in him all things were created For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. What a hymn written about Jesus, sung in the first century church, sung to Jesus and all for his glory. When I read that hymn, I am reminded that our faith is deep and wide, It goes to the depths of our hearts and draws us out into the light of the Lord's grace, and that light touches everything. Yesterday, I mentioned three little words from this hymn that change everything, over, through, and for. There's one more little word, though, that I'd like to add, and that word is before. Right there in verse 17, Christ is before all things. It's a word that doesn't just mean he was there before anything else was. He is God the Son. He existed when nothing else existed. Yet he is before all things. But Paul is telling us something even deeper. And it's exactly what John the Baptist meant in John 1, 29 and 30. Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said a man who comes after me. Has surpassed me because he was, here's the word, before me. John was there before Jesus, but Jesus was there before John. What does that mean? It means Jesus outranked him. John may have come on the scene before Jesus in earthly days. He was born about three months before Jesus and he began preaching and baptizing before Jesus, but he was sent as a front runner. Of Jesus. Kind of like a herald was sent ahead of the king to announce his arrival. No one thinks the herald is more important than the king. The king is before the herald, even if the herald shows up in the city before the king. Jesus is before all things. He outranks our world. He is the king. In all of creation, there is not another who is more worthy of praise and honor. He is before everything. And that includes you and me. This hymn reminds us that we are not at the center of our universe. Christ is. We aren't the most important. Creation isn't here for us or our praise. This is important to remember, especially when we're inconvenienced, when terrible things happen. It's easier to remember that we are not the center of the universe. But when we are inconvenienced, that's when it really comes out, doesn't it? When someone cuts you off in traffic, where does that road rage come from? With a line at a Starbucks is out the door and moving slowly, where does that impatience come from? It comes from forgetting that Christ is before all things. He is the one at the center of the world. He is before all things. But it gets even better. In him. All things hold together. It is not just that Jesus Christ is before everything, at the center of our world, he is actually holding our world together. He is the one who makes sense of our life. When we pick up our Bibles, Christ is the one that holds all of its meaning together. He holds all things together. Paul goes on even more. He's the head of the church. Christ is the cornerstone of his church. Paul isn't talking about a brick-and-mortar building. He's talking about all those in Christ who have been called children of God. Christ is at the head. He holds us together. We are in him. He's the firstborn of the dead. That means he was the first to be raised to new life and glory, and we get to follow him. Where the head goes, we get to go. He's holding us together. And he'll bring us together to the end. And all of this, Christ being before all things, Christ holding all things together, Christ being the head of his church, the first to be raised to glorious life, all of this is for one thing, that he might have supremacy. All of life is meant to give glory to the Lord. He's our Savior. He's also our King. And this is why we sing praises to his name. Christ has the supremacy. I know in our world today, this is hard to say. So many voices claiming to be supreme. Maybe a politician here or a celebrity there or even prominent ministers like to think highly of themselves. But Christians can stand firm on this truth, which was sung by Paul in that jail cell and sung by Christians in the first century church. Christ is over all, and he is before all, so that he might have the supremacy. This is not easy to say, and it's not easy to live. So many things in our lives are fighting for our allegiance today. So many promises in the world challenge our faith in the Lord. But when we remember Christ, our heavenly King, who loves us and gave himself for us, We remember that he alone is worthy of praise and honor and glory we remember that he is really at the center of our world and he holds our fragile lives together when we remember that we're safe in his hands and he's going to lead us safely home just like my mother-in-law who will be with the lord maybe in a matter of days if not hours christ is all we need now and forevermore.
2: He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of creation. And by Him all things were created in heaven and earth, seen and unseen, rulers, dominions, and powers and kings. He holds all things, all things, all things. Together, He holds all things, all things, all things together. He's the head of the body, the church, the firstborn from the dead. So in everything, He is the head and the fullness of God. is pleased to dwell i He made peace by the blood of His cross. He holds all things, all things together. He holds all things, all things, all things together. By the blood of His things,
0: all things together. From Andrew Peterson's Resurrection Letters, Volume 1. Here on Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, I think Andrew Peterson gets it. Easter is not just once a year. It's a year-long celebration about our risen Lord. And your heart will soar when you listen to his latest album called Resurrection Letters One. Like I've been saying this week, this is the Easter album you need this year. There are very few albums like this one, It's like listening to a concept album that tells you the story from the first moments of Christ's resurrection as his once dead heart begins to beat again all the way through to Christ seated at the right hand of his father, holding all things together. I think that song is exhilarating to hear. I want you to have this special deluxe version of the Resurrection Letters one that includes five extra songs from his prologue EP. And here's the number you can call and make your gift right now. 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Contact us today so we can send it to you to get it to you by Easter to enjoy. Or visit our website, And listen to samples from all the songs on the CD. And then make your gift at haventoday.org. haventoday.org. And just a final reminder, we still have copies of the Puritan documentary DVD for your gift to the ministry as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story, the resurrection story, resurrection power. It's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Like a deer that pants for water, so too does my soul pant for the Lord. David's words in Psalm 42.1 could be any of ours on any given day. Our souls are thirsty for the Lord longing for a draft of His ever-abundant grace. The changing of the seasons, winter to spring, captures this image perfectly. As the snow melts, new streams run, clean, cold streams of water providing nourishment and refreshment for any that come and take a drink. As the grace of Christ warms the frozen ice caps of our hearts, fresh streams of joy flow and give life to our tired hearts. Rivers of life. The Spirit gives us joy now and hope for tomorrow. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.